Hey everybody, welcome to the Twistcast, the official podcast of the Twisted Cape. I hope you guys are ready for this because it's coming at you whether you want it to or not. And that's here's the thing. Can we get some consent in this bitch? I, I mean, know. Absolutely not. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. I'm Jesse. <laughs> I didn't tell you to say that. Well, tough shit. I did it anyway. <laughs> and welcome to our final Twistcast of the year. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll miss you guys uh, until 2019, and then we're back. Yeah, yeah. almost immediately, actually. Yeah, so. that's true. Almost no difference to you, listeners out there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> For us, it's, it makes a difference, especially but. if it's three years from now, because then it's just like, oh, just next podcast. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And we hope you're still listening three years from now. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Very much so. So, anyway, <laughs> we are going to be talking about some big things tonight, things that just happened, talking some Spider-Verse, Hype, and Aquaman. Aquaman? 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 Aquaman, <laughs> burning up these bubbles under the sea. But before we get into any of that, of course, we have Mike with the news. The news. The news. Welcome to the news. So we're, as usual, we're going to start with some comics. So recently Marvel has put out a bunch of promos. A buttload. A A metric fuckton. A shitload. It's my favorite unit of measure. Mm, Of course. (laughs) Most accurate, as far as I'm concerned, uh, of promos about destroying Marvel history from uh, who made Spider-Man come back from being Spider-Man no more, or... Who was responsible for giving the Fantastic Four their powers? Uh, so they're destroying their history using a character created this year called Cosmic Ghost Rider. Um, I'm not familiar with this character. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm actually just waiting for the trade so I can pick that up because I buy a lot of comics on a weekly basis. Uh, so once once I get the trade, we will definitely bring that up. And bring that to the forefront before this event uh, officially hits. So we'll see um, where they go with this. I'm, uh, I'm I'm almost a little skeptical. Marvel will be exploring Spider-Man history in in what they call real time, beginning in the '60s and moving forward. And it'll be written by friendly neighborhood Spider-Man writer Chip Zdarsky. Zdarsky, you got it. You got it. Yeah, Chip. Chip's a double dip. Uh, uh, Miss Marvel will be getting a new creative team in 2019, which I think is interesting because she's one of those pivotal characters now who who is basically taking on the everyman Spider-Man type role, which is great because um, there needs to be four, more female people of color representation. Um, so that's that's awesome. Uh, in 2019, there will be a Craven centric Spider-Man story called Hunted. Which actually has me really excited. They're, they've not given any details for this yet, but anytime you say Craven and Spider-Man in the same sentence uh, as, as, a, as a big storyline, I'm in. So, what's the deal with the um, the movie? Are they still in line to do that? Uh, the Craven the Hunter movie? Yeah. Uh, I've not heard anything recently. 
Okay. But I will keep an eye on it for you for 2019. All it's, right. It's Sony. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just so. All right. So now that you brought that up, I actually kind of want to toss something out there. I saw a story that Apple was potentially interested in buying Sony. Now, now hang on, hang on. This gets a little, little silly, but they will acquire most of Sony's assets with the exception of any Sony-owned Marvel properties because if Sony gets sold, the properties from Marvel will revert to Disney. So the, be- wow. the best possible thing That's amazing, is, is for Sony to get bought out by Apple and everything just comes on home. I mean... Apple can buy out Sony. Oh, uh, I saw I saw the numbers. Uh, I don't even know Sony, how many times over. Sony is worth a fraction of what Apple's worth. Yeah. It's not even funny. I, I, I don't like this, though. Like, I like the idea of the Marvel characters coming back, but I don't like the idea of Apple owning Sony. No, no, of course not. Of course <laughs> yeah. not. I, I would actually Besides be... Besides cons- the point, though. I'd be concerned about a, a little bit of a monopoly type situation there. I feel like there's enough competition that's not really an issue, but that's not the here nor Possibly. there. Yeah, we're t- talking about comic books here. Let <laughs> move on. So DC has scrapped a leaked Heroes in Crisis cover at Tom uh, at writer Tom King's request due to the suggest, uh, sexually suggestive nature of a bloodied deceased Poison Ivy on the cover. Uh, like the the like, and she was drawing a flash symbol. Uh, it, with her like her own blood, and it was just like, like I saw the I saw the the picture of the image, and I was like, yeah, it's probably a good idea to scrap that. It just doesn't look right. Um, so good on you, Tom King in DC. Smart huh. move. Interesting. Huh. Uh, the PS4 Spider Man is getting his own comic in March, titled mm-hmm. uh, "City at War," sparking what is referred will, what will be referred to as the Gamerverse. So you can actually explore more with that version of Spider-Man in okay. that suit. I think it's very cool that they're doing this. Yeah, yeah me too. Look, at, like there's so many different universes. When you when you have a multiverse, fuck it, just go for it. Might as well push all in and, yeah. and just roll with it. Um, DC Comics have informed retailers that Eric M. Esquivel is no longer co-writing March 2019's Nightwing number 58. And they didn't give an official reason, but it's likely due to the fact that he has an assault case that's being held against Ooh, him right yikes. now. yikes. Okay. So, eh, smart on you, DC. Hey, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's two. That's two good things DC has done. Who would have thought? All right. So, that's it for comics. Let's move into Worlds of DC. Worlds. I still don't like this name. Damn it. I just want you to whisper it with Sam. I just want you guys to do it at the same time. It just sounds so good. World. Yes. Oh, so good. Maybe I went from six to midnight there. Maybe I didn't. Uh, <laughs> starting with some casting news, Joel McHale, who we all are really know and from, uh-huh. are familiar with, has been cast as the Golden Age Starman in DCU's Stargirl. I can see that. Okay. I think it'll be cool. Uh, moving forward, <laughs> uh, the Joker has wrapped production. Uh, I just want to tell you guys, it's going to be really uncomfortable to watch that movie with me. That's the Joaquin Phoenix one, right? Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. I cannot wait to watch this movie. I kind of want to watch it really bad, but like, I have a thing with clowns, and I, I'm just, like, I'm going to be really uncomfortable the entire time when I watch that Were movie. Were you uncomfortable watching The Dark Knight? 
Yeah, but see, he didn't look like your stereotypical clown. He kind of, he, he was more mime than clown. And I know Joker's the clown prince of crime, but like it's like the eyes and the nose, and that was not there with that. Like it's it's more just white face and smile versus like red nose and clown eyes. Like I like that's super fucking unsettling. And, and like the painted on smile that he has, and that's really unsettling for me. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it's just like irrational fear, but um. You know, I'm going to have to suck it up. It's my job, <laughs> as far as Twisted Cape is concerned. It's my job. Uh, I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be good. I have no opinion of it right now. <laughs> we'll see. That first trailer <laughs> can drop a weed. you be like, what the fuck is this wait, shit? Exactly. Is it Scorsese directing it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't really I mean, mean it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good, though. Yeah. I... He has a good track record, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be good. That's true. Yeah. And, um, I, look, so I'm, keep, I'm keeping myself neutral right now. Mark me extremely, extremely excited. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. That's where I'll go. Okay. Uh, the rewrite on The Batman will be done by year's end. So the end of 2018, which hopefully you're listening to in 2018. If you're listening to in 2019 or beyond, it's already done. We uh, hopefully this movie is supposed to be out this year already. So, <laughs> yeah, mean, that's true. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, and hopefully, Jake Joan Hall will be Batman. He's already Mysterio, so, so I, I think he's so. Hands- <laughs> They've had plenty of cross universe that's true. mischief going Michael on. Michael Keaton was Batman. Who knows? Yeah. The, the best Batman, as far as I'm concerned. It's because I'm old. <laughs> Murder and uh, ass Batman. <laughs> Uh, despite Gotham being prominent in, in the crossover event Elseworlds, Batman, for whatever stupid reason, is still off limits. So, that's frustrating. Unless you're Titans, which I'll get into in a little bit. Um, Blue Devil is in the Swamp Thing series. is being played by Ian... Ian oh, God, I'm going to butcher the shit out of this last name. Zeering? Zeerings? Zeering? Ian. Ian! Something in. <laughs> Coined a whole new name for you. Uh, Lou Ferrigno Jr. is joining Stargirl as well as the Golden Age, Golden Age version of Our Man, which is kind of cool. His dad's going to come up a little later. Uh, according to Jason Momoa, Henry Cavill is still Superman. No way. So this one I'm going to file directly under DC Fox again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Like, are, is he is he still Superman? Is he not Superman? Like, like just, just give us a definitive answer. Figure your shit out. Like, this is this is disappointing to your fan base. Get your shit together, Summer. <laughs> get it get it all in a backpack, and <laughs> if you want to sell sell it to a shit store, get it together and just get your shit together. <laughs> DC. I just I just really think he was a good Superman. And just was the uh, unwilling unwilling recipient of just shit writing and and bad movie making. Like I just, I think physically, I think emotionally, he embodied a little bit of Clark Clark Kent, but it's just, it just the writing was terrible for those movies. Yeah, until Justice League, where I think they nailed his optimism. Yeah, but it felt weird as a result. 
Like, cause you're so used to this broody, whiny-ish Superman, and then he's like, "Hey guys, how's it going? I'm happy now." And it's like, "What? <laughs> Death motherfucker! You just died." <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, moving forward, Amber Heard wants a Wonder Woman Mira spinoff. Um, I know I don't generally go with these what these actors want type of thing, but I think that movie could be like wild and interesting. No, that's not. <laughs> it's not something. <laughs> no, uh, I don't. I don't you, think it has any the, kind of potential. Really, like serious them. Wonder Woman with Mara with her neon red hair bumping along. Oh God, we're gonna talk about that a little bit <laughs> later. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, yeah, I think she's a little too sarcastic as a character to compliment Wonder Woman yeah. who's who's like you know hope driven and, and and very serious like feminist almost and, and, and yes very serious it just it just wouldn't it just wouldn't work well I, I agree with you uh, uh, that show that nobody really needs Pennyworth uh, is indicated to be an R-rated series which makes sense because it's on <laughs> Showtime yay so we're gonna see some uh some Pennyworth fucking. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you did say in the last podcast there was Dominatrix in there. So. That's true. <laughs> booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Uh, Stargirl casts Brian Staff as Wildcat. Okay. Uh, so I, I like I like where they're going with some of this, some of this casting. Doom Patrol will feature Danny the Street, which is, for a longtime DC fan like myself, is super fucking cool, because I never thought for a second we would see Danny the Street. I will do a character breakdown on him at some point in the future. Please do. It's super cool. Um, Interestingly, James Wan does not want to helm the DCEU, uh, which they said is being called Worlds of DC. I don't understand this shit. Disconnect. But he would love to direct a horror-style Batman movie, which... Ooh. Yes, yes, that was my reaction. He would do amazing at exactly, that. Exactly, that was my reaction. Have you guys 100%. seen Insidious? It's one of the best horror movies ever. Like, I think he would be fantastic at it. I can't wait. Speaking of James Wan, his original Aquaman pitch was as a horror monster film. Which would have okay? It could have worked. It look, I trust. I trust. After watching Aquaman, there was that one scene in Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, with the whole boat and the creatures and the, yeah. Ah. I thought he could have. I thought if he if that's what he committed to, that movie could have been fucking terrifying. Would have made me look at Aquaman in a different way. Yeah. Speaking of James Wan, he also considered using introducing Aqualad in the Aquaman film. Um, that would have been way too much. Yeah, yeah it would have been too you got to nail the main character first before you bring in any sidekicks. Hundred uh, percent. Going back to Stargirl real, really quickly, uh, Henry Thomas joins the cast of Stargirl as Doctor Midnight, which is kind of nice. Uh, if you remember from way back, we were talking about Amy Adams and how she thought she was done with the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, she said she may not be done with the DC universe just yet. So that leads me to believe that they have no fucking clue what they're doing. No, because if you're going to can Henry Cavill as Superman, why would you, you keep ha- her as Lois Lane? Yeah, exactly. So I, I think they have plans. What a mess. Get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And if you got to take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or, or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just got to get it together. 
Get your shit together. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what they do. Jeez. That's what they do best. Um, <laughs> Harley Quinn will have an appearance in the Lego movie, too. Okay. Uh, which, yay. Was there an, All right, let's move on. Is there an actress pinned to that? <laughs> or um, yeah, I did not see anything in the article that I read. Uh, so we got a bunch of premiere dates for the DC Universe streaming service. So Doom Patrol will premiere uh, Friday, February 15th. Swamp Thing is scheduled to premiere Friday, May 10th. Stargirl is slated for August 9th. And the Harley Quinn show is uh, slated for October 11th. So it looks like they're going to continue this weekly episode of content. Uh, and it looks like it's going to stay on Fridays, which is actually kind of nice because um, if you're following the twistedcape.com, I'm doing a This Week in DCTV feature on a regular basis. So it, it it's nice to be able to wrap it all together in one fluid place. It looks good. You'll love it. Go to our website. You like will love it. Every, every week. Every week. Every week. Do it. You're going to love it. Do it. Every week. You two are taking a very hostile tone with our listeners today. You're going to love it. Trust. Believe me, Believe folks. Believe me. Believe me, folks. You're going to love it. So- Believe us. <laughs> I feel suddenly unsafe because of my race. James. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like there's a wall between us? Stop yes. It. Stop it. <laughs> we'll break the wall down. Uh, That's true. James Wan teased a swamp, something about Swamp Thing. I bet you forgot he was a director on the project. I did. Uh-huh. Actually, <laughs> I he did. Uh, saying that there will be multiple like scary type creatures on hand throughout Spooky the course. Spooky behaviors. <laughs> uh, all right. So small tangent here. Uh, there is a tattoo parlor like along one of the routes that I take in and out of the city. And they have a sign out front with Christopher Walken's face, and it says "Walken's Welcome." Uh, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, that's fantastic." Yep. Uh, I don't have any tattoos; I don't really want any. But if I wanted one, that's where I was going. I'm pretty sure I know exactly which one you're talking about. I think I've been there before. <laughs> oh, good. I don't know. I don't know what it's like inside. It could be terrible, but I'd still go there. Uh, huge news coming out of the DC Universe camp. DC Universe will stream any new DC animated movies on release day, starting with Reign of the Superman, which will actually also be in theaters as well. So you can watch at home, you can go to the theater, but from now on, any new animated films, boom. That's a reason to buy this. That's a reason to subscribe to the service right there, because their animated movies are generally fantastic. Generally. Generally. Within the last two years, there have been one out of six. They've dipped. Uh, I I will say that. But uh, their track record to me is is much better there. Sure. Um, So, exciting. So, I'm going to turn my eye to Titans really quick. So, stuntman turned actor Elaine Moosey has has confirmed that he's playing the Batman in DC Universe's Titans. Um... I watched the episode of Titans. I gotta tell you, they they have a real problem um, with <laughs> oh, and they get a big with, problem, Jerry, with sequencing and and finishing. So they cut Titans from eleven episode from twelve episodes to eleven due to like some behind the scenes issues, and 
when I when I finished it up this earlier today, it showed that it was just like, oh, what? Like this does not feel like a season finale at all. It feels like an episode where there should be something next week. So, in general, I was happy with the the season, but I was furious about how it ended. It's just it's not good. When we talk about it, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, that's not a lie. The <laughs> Twisted Cape. When we talk about that's it, true. we'll talk about mm. it. Hashtag that shit, please. Uh, Titan Season 2 will begin filming in February, which is good news because I think the show is actually decent. Uh, so, speaking of the streaming service, uh, Young Justice. So, Calderon, who is Aqualad in the show apparently becomes Aquaman in Young Justice Outsiders. Ooh. Yeah, which which makes me kind of curious about what happens to the other adults, as in Superman and Batman yeah. and Wonder Woman, like what happens to these characters. So I'm, I'm thrilled for that show to get started in January. I, ca- I cannot wait. Uh, so uh, finally, uh, for, for Worlds of DC. Worlds. <laughs> love it so much uh star girl uh they've cast three members of the injustice society so um butcher some of these last names and if they ever hear this i'm super sorry joy osmansky will be, is cast as tigress neil hopkins is cast as sportsmaster and nelson lee has been cast as dragon king so, okay curious to see where that goes that, nice that show might be really busy like i'm, I'm a little worried about that again we'll, yeah we'll talk we'll, we'll address those concerns when we talk do our titans discussion sure uh so let's move into mcu and their tv uh the black panther nominations just keep pouring in they they've they've just nailed stuff for actor actress film um soundtrack it's it's unbelievable like that a comic book movie has gotten as much love as it has well deserved though yeah, oh i agree i agree but like they tend to shit on these movies hard at, at these academies and whatnot um but you know you always have you'll always have the twisties you guys you'll always have of course those. and it, stay tuned for more information it's not porn Hell, yeah not not the porn it's not, not the, porn not the porn yeah twisties for some people i yes not I mean, if you want to watch the porn while you vote. Unless you get off on award ceremonies. Let's move off this topic. (laughs) Okay. Sex is fun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Punisher uh, season two, the the final season two? I probably. Which I'm guessing the way things have gone lately uh, will will absolutely premiere in January. And last last podcast, we we kind of tossed that around. We weren't 100% sure, but absolutely happening. Um, so this is kind of confusing. Marvel is allowing Tom Holland to be in Sony spinoffs in order to keep Spider-Man in the MCU. Um, so, like, the weird thing there is, like, if you're sharing the Spider-Man, is that stuff now a part of the MCU? No. Or is no. it separate? Uh. Uni- like, it's hard to reconcile for 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 hardcore fans let alone casual, casual fans group. like how the fuck and like now why what reason could you possibly have for venom hating spider-man and wanting to fight spider-man like that like 
the built-in reason is no longer there, so now you have to manufacture a reason in a backdoor type of way. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, the, well, like unless... The Black Cat Silver Sable thing, that could work because you've introduced none of those characters yet, but Venom is just like, all right. Yeah, well, unless uh, the Venom... Uh, unless Venom rejects Eddie Brock attached on to Spider-Man and, you know, there's that for about, like, half a movie. And then rejects Spider-Man to yeah. go back to Eddie. Exactly. But why would you not just do it the other way to begin... The right way to begin with? Well, you know why. Sony doesn't know how to, what the fuck they're doing? Yeah. All right. Uh, Spider-Man producer Amy Pascal hopes to see Sony and Marvel's relationship continue past their initial contract, which it sounds like they are in the process of doing, which is, which is, I think, a good thing. I think Spider-Man and the MCU only strengthen each other. Uh, so, so with all these cancellations of the Netflix Marvel, uh, it, it looks like contractually they can't appear anywhere else for two years after cancellation, uh, of the shows. Sure. Which is weird because they said they have plans for these characters like shortly coming forward in the future. But I also saw another conflicting story that said there's possibility that they can work something out contractually. So I have no idea what's going on. And it sounds like neither do they. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mess, dude. I mean, it everything's a mess. Now, now is a really weird time for everybody because it's almost the advent of streaming services. Uh, everybody wants one. Everybody wants it to be individualized, and they all want their own content to be on it. Um, so they're taking it away from all the aggregate services that have been around for years. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird shift in these next few years. I did say like a while ago, I there a couple weeks ago, where it was like uh, I kind of wish there was just like a a master streaming service where you could just yeah. pick and choose. And then I was like, oh wait, that's that's cable. Uh, <laughs> so eh, stupid. Uh, all right, Ironheart has been pitched at Marvel to replace Iron Man when Robert Downey Jr. like is is done done. Uh, so interesting. Yeah, I mean. I feel like she doesn't have enough of a following yet, but I feel like Marvel's very good at. Yeah, but they they also these. said they wanted Iron Man to be like James Bond, which would have been great, but it's tough to replace that actor. Yeah, so he did such a great job. Yeah. Uh, so I said Lou Ferrigno Jr. earlier. His dad, Lou Ferrigno, was actually hospitalized for oh. a pneumonia shot gone wrong. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. So like they. He said, make sure the needle, like in a, like an Instagram post, he was like, make sure the needle hasn't been used before. Make sure you see the needle come all the way out of your arm whenever you get shots. And I was like, I, I have no idea what happened, but that sounds terrifying. It's it's scary to hear. Uh, so uh, best wishes to him, hopefully. Quick recovery. Uh, moving on. Oh, this is depressing as hell. Season four of Daredevil was supposed to start filming in February. Like, they had everything just set, script ready to go, and just... Uh, So the next Spider-Verse film has been said to focus on the romance between Gwen and Miles. Okay. Um, We'll see how that goes. Uh, Additionally, uh, 
there is the real possibility for a spider ham spinoff. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fantastic. <laughs> so John, John Mulaney actually pitched the movie and he said, <laughs> I have to read this. So just bear with me. Spider, spider ham. So hard for me to say. Spider ham is a fun guy who is capable of great range. Uh, to see him back at the Daily Beagle, I can see a Watergate-like story at the Beagle where he's both a reporter and Spider-Ham by night. I never thought that the Clark Kents and the Peter Parkers leaned enough into the day job. This would be more like The Post or All the President's Men or Spotlight, but we'd make it family-friendly. Lots of bacon jokes or That's Ham-Fisted. <laughs> 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 this guy oh my god yeah well, uh <laughs> i want you to have this it'll fit in your pocket <laughs> <laughs> oh god i can't wait to talk about this. this is gonna be super fun uh karen gillian has actually seen a guardians of the galaxy 3 script uh which to me says that production shouldn't be that far off but they still haven't found a director so okay. whatever uh, Avengers Endgame, still hate the title. No matter how much time has passed, I still hate it. Uh, is the fifth most viewed trailer of all time within 10 days. Get which, out of here. Which is incredible. I mean, incredible. Did you expect anything no, less? No, but that's still wild. Word, uh, word of mouth spreads, though, and I'm surprised that a subpar trailer like that was able to get numbers. Eh, they've been doing that to us for years. It's the old catfish. Nah, man. We remember, were in. Remember the Infinity War trailer? That shit was awesome. Like, that broke well, records. Well, that's mainly just because, like, we didn't know what we were getting into with that. This one, we already know oh, where I we knew. are, and we're just I like... I didn't know it was going to be as devastating no. as it was. You, you watched the first Infinity War trailer that came out, and then you watched this one? It's not even, like, a comparison. It's so much better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, I remember we freaked out real hard. At that first Infinity War trailer, it's like oh, Iron Spider. Oh my god! Yeah, well, like, we lost it. We lost it. Yeah, we were, we were fucking ridiculous fanboys. Uh, Agents of Shield has wrapped season six production, which is cool because they can just put that thing in post and then put it out. Uh, this is gonna make you happy, Jesse. Oh, Disney has added another Marvel slot, Marvel movie slot, in May of 2022, and it's thought to be the sequel to Doctor Strange. Ooh. About fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is a little juicy tidbit that's dropped in the last day or so. Uh, Marvel has approached Anchorman's Adam McKay about directing both Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and Inhumans, but he's expressed interest in, in doing a Silver Surfer film and a Nova film. Oh. Yeah. I, I think either way works. The confusing thing there is Inhumans, because they did a show. Yeah. Like and that was in universe, so what? I can see him doing Guardians. I can see him doing Guardians. I think that I think he's a good fit. I think he's a good fit for Guardians. And I mean, if if they reached out to him, he clearly has some sort of comic book ties, some sort of comic book knowledge. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Huh. Uh, the Luke Cage showrunner has signed an exclusive deal with Amazon, effectively killing that show's potential for keeping any kind of continuity with the showrunner. And uh, we'll get into Spider-Verse in a little bit, but Sony is releasing a very Spidey Christmas album with tracks from Into the Spider-Verse. 
uh, featuring <gasps> wow. Chris Pine, my, uh, the guy who plays Miles Morales. I can't think of his name right now. Jake Johnson as well. He does a, a track on there. As well. Like it's it's an EP, so it's not like a full length album, but uh, hilarious, hilarious. Good on you, Sony, for once. <laughs> uh, some quick video game news. Uh, the mobile game Marvel Strike Force adds Miles Morales, and, and I'm sure as, as a result of uh, saw some previews the, of that. It looks pretty sweet. Into the Spider Verse, uh, the Avengers Project game, which was in development. We've talked about this mm-hmm. before. Uh, it's moving right along with the game's director saying that they would share more when the time is right. Fair. Which is basically saying we have something, but we don't have anything. Yeah. To me. You know. They need to refine it a bit. It's okay. I'm fine yeah. with that. Maybe by E3. Uh, huge news came out today. In huge some, news. Hey, in, everybody, in, listen to this huge news. Listen to this news. Hey. Insomniac added the Sam Raimi, Tommy McGuire, Spider-Man suit to... PS4 Spider-Man today. Oh. Wasn't today. It was yesterday. Whoa. Yesterday. Yesterday. Was it? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. they had the Sam Raimi no, films. No, I mean in Thursday. There. Huh? Well, I thought they added it. I got the update yesterday. Oh, you son of a bitch! Mm-hmm. All right, so yesterday, huge, <laughs> huge news. But yes, hey. I actually was playing around with it. it the DLC just hey. launched today at time of recording. Um, so I've been playing around with that today. And I did load up the Raimi suit just to kind of look at it, see what it looked like. And, I, yeah. I've traditionally hated that suit, but I <laughs> I think it's cool that you you went back and added it in. What I liked was I was scrolling through I think Reddit earlier, and there was um, someone that took a screenshot of the Spider-Man Two tie-in game, and then took this one standing on top of the same building, and was able to have like the same suit and everything. Like this was like sixteen years apart. And we're basically playing the same game now, <laughs> but look how better, how much better it is. Oh, I'm sure it's fantastic. I did like the reflective lenses that they added in for the suit. Like you could see it in screenshots. Like the Spider-Man, the Raimi suit has reflective eye lenses. Yes, and I actually saw an interesting thing about that. On I think it was again on Reddit the other week. Um, that in the original like poster for um, the first Spider-Man, you could the twin see towers. the Twin Towers reflected yeah, in his I ha- glasses. I have that poster mm-hmm. in my home right now. Yes, you can yeah. absolutely see the Twin Towers. And it is obviously pre-9-11. Yeah. But crazy. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, Insomniac will not, however, add the amazing Spider-Man movie costume. That one I did here today. So, <laughs> so I thought that was kind of silly. We're not doing that shit. <laughs> no, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that shit. We're not doing it. Uh, and finally, the Spider-Man Unlimited mobile game. That, that It's basically like a temple run type runner. Okay. Uh, they're shutting that game down in March. So I, I do not like it. I could not get into it. Yeah. I, I didn't like it either, but news, you know, got to do it. News. Got to do it. And that's your news. Now we're talking about Aquaman. Aquaman. El hombre de agua. Oh, God. I love when he speaks Spanish. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had the we got to see the Amazon preview. Yeah, like a week ahead of everybody else, which is fantastic. Uh, I actually love that. Please do that more Amazon. Super cool. Except, put it in IMAX. Yes, <laughs> except put it in IMAX. I hate seeing shitty standard view of the movie. The sound system is not as good. The I think this movie actually would have been kind of nice in 3D or at least a bigger screen. Um. But, yeah. I mean, going into this movie, 
I was like, man, they can really fuck this up quick. Like, this could go wrong real fucking fast. But they had a good lead. But I've seen them squander good leads before. So, like, my 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 hope was at an all-time high. My expectations were at an all-time low. And my anxiety was off the charts going into this movie. <laughs> Are you sure you're not going through puberty? Uh, there's hair in my in in, in my uncanny oh, okay. valley, All so right. I'm I'm good on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just said uncanny valley talking about my John. Uh, I said John, yes, yes, I'm high. Uh, Jesse hates it. I hate you both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I kind of went into this movie a little anxious. I don't know if you guys did or not. I did not. I did not because my expectations were so low. So. Like, part of my anxiety about the movie was that, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I'd seen reports that people were like, this movie is the best DC movie since The Dark Knight. Yeah, okay, and I was that, like, that's a bit much. That's really high praise, dude. Like, your villain in that movie is fantastic. I think Christian Bale was probably at his best in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like you're, you're really shooting for the stars here. And you kind of just made it you to barely the outer passed. atmosphere. Yeah. Like, you, you got to the atmosphere. You made it to orbit. You made it to orbit, but you didn't quite hit the heights that you wanted. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Mike, uh, they made a movie that was very, very, very passable. But it's where they should have been from the beginning. I agree. So, well, it's... You know, we're, we're all accepting... We're, we're probably all going to accept this movie as a good movie. Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, but, you know, they just need to still step it up, man. So, I, all right. So, I want to bring up something real quick. So, I talked a little earlier about sequencing in DC. Yeah. Um, they just don't seem to know how to put things in the proper order, no. which is frustrating. Like, I noticed that with Titans. Like, when we get to that, like, again, like, there are some glaring moments where it's like, okay, you could have split this up and and parsed it throughout the season or put this episode here and it just didn't doesn't make sense and it feels like they did that as a whole with this movie like for this sure mo- this movie would have been better pre-justice league because like you didn't really care about the character in justice league i, I can't say that he mattered to me no he's kind of a throw-in yeah and, and we all knew it too. We yeah, did. Yeah. Like I like I thought it was cool that we got an Aquaman, but outside of being Khal Drogo or or Jason Momoa in general, like meh, did you really care? No. About the no, character? But no, really, I mean, exactly. I didn't care because I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't you don't care for the character no. at all. Um so it was just it was frustrating to see to have to deal with that and i hate to compare it to marvel but they give you the character you spend time with the character and then you get the team-up movie right and if you want to if you want to continue to do team-up movies you have to get us invested in the characters first before you put them in a team-up movie. yeah i mean you see what happened right like marvel did the opposite it worked out for him yeah dc did what they did <laughs> They were trying to play catch up, and really uh, they messed up royally. Honestly, you know, and now we have the whole DC fiasco. I'd be willing to coin that phrase, but um, 
you know, we have people who are cast as major characters that are supposed to be landmarks um, in the universe, and they're leaving because they are so indecisive about what they're going to do with their properties. These are seasoned actors and actresses that are looking to do work, but if you don't know what you're doing with them, they're going to probably walk, especially if you delay movies a few years. Yeah, that's a problem. That's you know, you, you can't and block out that much time for a person without some major commitments. And now we're at the point where, like, you've had a few people that have fit the role really well and want to continue with it. But now you're, like, piecemealing who you want to actually continue in your continuity. So we got, like, Gal Gadot sticking around with Wonder Woman for a while. But now Cavill and Affleck probably won't. So it's like, how do you reconcile all this mess? Exactly. And especially yeah. if you're a casual fan, like... How? How? But I don't want this to turn to like the the DC symposium again. No. So uh, let's talk about Aquaman. Yeah. What did you like about Aquaman? All right. So I'm gonna start with the visuals. I, I was just about to I say that. Yeah. Generally, rip DC for having like original Xbox <laughs> like type graphics and, and and CG, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. I, top to bottom. I think DC's finally figured out that. With a movie that is primarily based on CGI, you can't half-ass the CGI. 100%. Like, there were moments, like, all right, so we'll talk about the villain in a little bit, but when you see Orm, or Ocean Master, his his helmet, like, we kind of looked at each other, Sam, and we noticed that when he got a little more angry, his helmet... Like reflected his expressive. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was super cool. And I didn't expect that. And when I saw it, I was like, this is great. Like I didn't think you guys put that much de- uh paid that much attention to detail. And that you have makes me that restores a little bit of my faith in you as a studio. For sure. Yeah. Um I I did have a little bit of a problem with some of the underwater, like... Yeah, that was tough. Like, the hair especially, it just was a little bit weird for me. Um, but I don't and then, know another way that they... How could you have fixed no. it? No. And I, listen, I'm I'm saying on record, I do not either, but it just looked a bit off. Yeah, I, I get it. It really did. See, I like what they actually did with Willem Dafoe's hair, where they just pulled it all yeah. back. Yeah, and like there was no, there's no flow in the water, because you can tell his hair is actually kind of long in this movie, but they managed to mask it so that it's not, it's not like a, one of those Jason Momoa or Amber Heard flowing behind you, locks type of thing. I would actually, I would not be surprised if they were to come out and say that all the bodies were CGI. But the faces weren't? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I, re- I really wouldn't. I, th- I think that's a good call by you. It it, it just looked... Because how... I mean, I know how you could, right? Because I, I do this stuff, like, not, not on that scale, obviously. But I know how filming is done for shots like they do, like underwater, and how they make them swim and float and whatever. But... It just, uh, it, it really looked like they just put heads on CGI bodies and well, did that the, for the movie. The face and the, and the facial expressions and the eyes are the, probably the most important part. So, yeah. I, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
And, and I'm fine with it. So, eh. No, I, I like how this one was a lot more bright and colorful compared yes. to like DC up to this point. Yes. Because that's become the joke of the DC universe up to this point. It's so dark and brooding. It's very it's, Russian. Yes. Um, whereas this one just looked like a wait, wait, pride no parade on steroids <laughs> at times. Um, I don't know. It was just nice to refreshing to see that change yeah. of color palette. Sure. And it's like a different world altogether, right? Like we're so used to the surface world stuff. Like it's the first time they've really truly explored something other than a metropolis or a Gotham or, or France or Germany or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's a mythical place that is actually shown the respect that it deserves. Um, and that was fun. It was, that was great. I, I love the way they used the design of like a lot of the aquatic animals. Um, and there's like a, a distinct difference between the different underwater cultures, uh, especially when you get to the trench and, um, oh God, I can't remember the one, the one, like the third set of, of people they went to the first. fish people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the fishermen. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I loved I loved how they just visually distinguished everything from the Atlanteans. I thought that was really really cool. That was very cool. Um, what was your guys' favorite action sequence from the movie? Oh, that chase scene! That chase scene was fucking fantastic. Where um, Aquaman and Mira figure out where they need to go, and then Black Manta with the elite guards show up, and then just oh, yeah. run through Italy. And that that that, that was part very, to me was, that was just awesome. fucking tight. I I think overall the action sequences were were shot very uniquely. Um, there was a lot of uh, one shot like long takes that yeah. that weren't necessarily in the middle, like in the thick of it. They they kind of pulled away, and you got to see them from these weird top angles, and. It gave you like a, well, a like per- good weird, right? Yeah, yeah, very good weird. Um, it gave you like this odd perspective on like a fight that was going on, as well as something that was going on in the background. And then because of that, it was almost it was a seamless transition into like one fight scene from another. Yeah, I noticed that a lot during yeah. the Sicily scene when they were running through the rooftops and stuff. That yeah, they did that a lot with the transitions. Yep, I th- I think that was a great inventive um fresh way of shooting an action sequence so i don't I got, think i've ever seen that i asked a question what do you guys th- what did you guys think about the leads in this movie jason momoa and amber heard so overall i like jason momoa i felt like every once in a while though they gave him such a cringeworthy joke or line or something and made him seem like almost too much of an idiot at times like a bro yes like that's very, badass very Aqua much bro. a bro um, for the most part, I liked him, but there were just those moments where I was just like, Ugh. <laughs> I, yeah, the, the one line that I just loved, it was where he's in the bar and he's like, you that, uh, you that water boy <laughs> or whatever. It was. Oh yeah. He's yeah. Like, he's like, first of all, it's water man or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Like that whole sequence was just, it was very Zoolander. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Merman. Yeah, merman. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, for the for the leads though, I I enjoyed Jason Momoa. Uh, I think he's a very good Aquaman, especially near the end where he started to finally kind of shed some of that bro off and 
dude bro like except <laughs> except his position as like the the king you know mm-hmm. he started to get a little bit more serious and focused and he played that extremely extremely well well if you've watched game of thrones you understand that he can he can pull that off very well you poor poor man i don't care yeah <sighs> you should watch it just watch it dude like you'll, you'll if you don't love jason momoa already you will love him so much more after watching game of thrones uh i think In my opinion I think Amber Heard played um, Mara extremely well. Uh, I I had my reservations about her. Uh, same thing with, um, you know, uh, Brie Larson. They they kind of have hit the same note for me where they're they're good in some stuff and they just are so really. Why wouldn't you be exactly I'm kind so why, of optimistic about Brie, Brie Larson, Larson moving forward? At because because Amber Heard isn't heading a franchise. She could. No, but she's not going to. You never know. Okay. The way this world's going. As of, as of right now, she's not though, and she played a real. She played her she role looked, extremely she well. A pivotal role. Yeah. No, she was extremely and ac- actually at times I thought she pulled the movie together. Um, exactly. Yeah. So as far as Lee character goes, I think she was probably the strongest one in Aquaman. Uh so can we? Can we talk about something here? Sure. Her, uh, her hair. Yeah, her, uh, her, her hair needs to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, like, I, look, I, I felt like I was in my Chemical Romance concert. Like, <laughs> in, in comic books, yes, yeah, she's a redhead. I mean, there's a way to convey there's that. There's redhead screen. and then there's violently redhead. Yeah, like, you don't have to. You don't have to make her her hair like literally fire engine red. There, it there looked are like she just murdered someone and soaked in their blood. Yeah, it's just like you can you can mute the tone and still express what you want to express, right? Yeah, I mean to be fair though, all the colors in that movie were extremely vivid. Yeah, true, but I so think it fit it's the color because palette, of all but... like those vivid colors, I eventually stopped noticing her hair. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that, like, and that's that's a bad thing because her hair was all right. So for she's an incredibly gorgeous woman, and like she's she's an ab- absolute knockout just in general. But that like you didn't need the hair to make her stand out because she brought some humor to the role, some urgency to the role. Like, like you said, she brings it together a little bit, but. Like you, the hair was just too much. Yeah, it felt like too much. Uh, what do you think about Nicole Kidman or uh, Willem Dafoe? All right, so I did love Nicole Kidman in the limited role, um, because she can she can fucking steal scenes if you're not careful. Um, but Willem Dafoe, like, I don't. Can you remember a time where you've seen him in this type of role? No, and that's and I was half expecting him to be like, <laughs> "Fuck you, I'm actually yeah. not on your side." I expected him you know, to be a, like one like of those things. Turn. Yeah, but I was it, expecting him to die halfway through. But I mean, yeah, same. But it, it just didn't. None of that happened. Like he was no. just a solid contributor to the movie. Yep. I, I Like I think if that's how he's going to transition to the next part of his career, he proved that he can do it very well here. For sure. Uh, favorite part of the movie? Ooh, that's good. Um, I don't know. I think I liked when they were first like getting into Atlantis, and you like see like 
all of like this crazy shit just around them as they're in that sub the ship whatever yeah uh, just yeah. driving through the water I, I think that was just visually amazing it's I very love sure that very black panther yes. like when you go in wakanda for the yes. first time um but that's not a bad thing um i go with that chase i go with that chase i mean the chase well, was, great was too. riveted yeah in in every every tiny piece of that um but that's what it was for me um worst part of the movie oh, for you okay well <laughs> my favorite part uh I'd probably have to go with either that chase scene or um, the uh, the fight with Ocean Master at the end. Okay. I like that fight. No, for a few reasons. Uh, one, because of the costume that Ocean Master was yes. wearing. Comics accurate Ocean Master. Hell yeah. yeah. It, it, it translated to one screen. Uh, it did. It looked really good. Uh, and... Following that fight, we got that serious Aquaman who stepped into his role as king. So I really enjoyed, you know, the consequences of that sequence. Character development a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So for me, that for me that was it. Uh, so getting back to this, the worst moments for you guys. Ugh. I don't know what it was, but I couldn't keep a straight face when I saw it. It was right after Aquaman gets the trident and he's coming out of like the lost sea or whatever. And you just see him in his like comic accurate armor riding a giant seahorse. And I just, I saw that scene and I just died. I'm like, what the hell is this? Honestly, if it had been anything less than that, I would have been disappointed. (laughs) Uh, For me, it's just the worst moment was it's kind of a plot hole. Um, Black Manta knowing how to disassemble disassemble the, the Atlantean yeah. technology, which is far ahead of what humans mm-hmm. have. I thought you would be doing it. I'm not buying it for that. I think but, I uh, did think about that when I was actually watching the movie, but since then I just forgot because right. I stopped caring. Yeah, but my fault. I was just yeah. When I was watching that, I was like, "How do you know how to do any of this shit?" Right. Well, just, apparently he's a genius. Know. I don't know. And they want to include Black Manta in either an Aquaman sequel or a Suicide Squad sequel. Say that five times. Five times well, five well, they set him up to be in the in the Aquaman sequel mm-hmm. for sure as the main villain. But uh, I, I just I just felt like that was a little much. Sure, I wasn't, I wasn't huge on that. Yeah, uh, for me it was a combination of. I mean, honestly, I had a huge problem with. Black Manta being able to implement Atlantean technology. Uh, but I think it was the shooting style as well. Like, they, they threw in some things that were just really dumb, in my opinion. And one of the first things that really caught me off guard was <laughs> right in the beginning when Aquaman boards a ship and he walks through some steam and... <laughs> You know, you usually you would you would you would have like like a more than like a five second slow mo shot if you're gonna do that, you know, follow through with the entire movement. But they like they started a slow mo in between the movement and then stopped it before it ended. And it was just like this really weird, jarring like three seconds. It's like what was the point of that? And they and they did that like a few times. 
uh, in a few different ways. So even it though it was for the ladies, you know this, right? No, but like then do it longer. Like yeah, it, uh, at least yeah, that's right. Do it longer. At least commit to it, you know. And they didn't. So that that bothered the bejesus out of me. Um, so yeah, that would be my worst complaint about the movie. Um, do you guys have anything else to say about Aquaman? Final thoughts on it? I, I liked it. Um, I'm I'm hoping uh, to see them build this character more, but I don't think they know what they're doing. So yeah, we'll see. Jesse. I enjoyed it. It did not make me an Aquaman convert, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh. Well, I th- I think um I'm remain I remain the same going into it as I did coming out. Uh, I was really excited for it. Uh, it was a fun movie to watch. Um, and in, in, uh, I think that was about it for me. In comparison w- to other DC movies, below Wonder Woman, below above Wonder Justice Woman, League, but above everything else, I would say. Yes, I would have to agree. All right. Well, that is it for us about Aquaman. 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 Hey, man. Do you want to see Aquaman? You should go see it. It's a good movie. All right. Let's start. stop insulting other people's cultures. <laughs> <laughs> and let's move on to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh. Man, am I sure glad that we saw that after Aquaman. Agreed. So, but before we get into in depth with into the Spider Verse, yes, Jesse, you're not buying some shit. So I'm not buying one specific thing from Spider Man into the Spider Verse specifically. Okay. Um. So everyone in the movie, it's an animated movie, um, has a very proportionate look about them. Sure. Everyone looks like a normal person. Okay. And then you have Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What I mean, I understand the Kingpin's supposed to be like this really big, really like muscular guy that's just like a menace. But what? <laughs> it, it, his shoulders were literally like a foot, foot and a half above his head. Like, oh, was he just like bent over? And, looks like he should have been in a wheelchair. Exactly, and like it, he then he moved absurdly fast compared to his body style, and <laughs> yeah, just. True. Uh, the entire time I was watching that movie, like the second Kingpin first came on, I was just like, oh, oh, oh. and it's just the entire time. I'm just, why, why do you not look like a normal person? Like anyone else? Tell me why? No. <laughs> I can't. Oh, okay. Not possible. Just what? Yeah. No, I'm a hundred percent with you. That was weird. That's good. Um, all right. It's a nice segue into our conversation now. Yeah. All right. So, Going off of that, what were your expectations going into this movie? Honestly, I didn't really have any. Same. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I, like, when I first saw the animation style, I was a little bit... I was not in love with it. ...weary of it. Mm -hmm. Not weary, wary. (laughs) (laughs) I was not in love with it when I first saw the, the initial trailer for it, and even when we saw the little um scene that they include at the end of venom i wasn't in love with it but after seeing it no i loved it it was great yeah um i i feel like the first time i saw a trailer for it i said oh man you know this what are they doing but I, i i think after the second time i i think it was that quick 
Because um, I can hold on to an opinion for a long time. I'm very stubborn that way. You don't tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the same way. But after, I, I think the second time I saw the trailer and I saw what they were doing with the characters and the the style they were going for, I had never seen anything like it before. And um, I really wanted to give it a shot. And geez, they exceeded all expectations. Yeah. I, I, guys, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is possibly the best movie of the year. Possibly. Like I just felt like even even with the even the fact that it's an animated animated movie, it's well written top to bottom. Yep, there's great <laughs> great character development. Mm-hmm. There's humor. Uh, there there's there's tragedy. Like there's drama. Uh, there's heroism. Like there's so many things that I love about movies in this movie that it, it I. It's hard for me to refute its its ranking in my mind. Personally, I don't know if I would put it at the top of my list for this year, but it is definitely up there, yes. The thing about the movie is there was never a moment that didn't matter. Every every line and every every beat that the movie took took you in a new direction, right? Uh whether it was a sad one, like it was a joke. Something was always a segue to the next thing that was happening. So here, here's an example of that. That song that Miles is singing as he's like sketching or whatever in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the beginning like of the movie. Pete's trying yeah. to tell him later, like, here, hey, man, you got to relax. You got to like, what do you do to relax to get yourself to unstick? And he starts singing that song again to himself mm-hmm. and he start he just unsticks everything has a purpose yeah it was just like like that's the sign of a well-written movie in my opinion yeah for sure um and it, it really just when something is so cohesive it it really just you don't even think about it it just happens for you and it's just something that you feel um because it all you don't you don't see it happening but it just does you know um it's it's one of those things where people analyze movies from top to bottom but when a movie is truly great you don't need to think about it that much because it just happens and you feel it and i think that was one of those movies i agree with you i I like i just loved how they incorporated all these characters uh i love that people didn't know it was nick cage um and I like the, the reaction it. in the theater was just this like a little buzz where it's like holy shit that's nick cage <laughs> and it, it was just fun um so the, of all the spider-men people things in this movie what who would you say is your favorite well, that's tough i'm i'm probably gonna go with miles because you spend the most time with him he's most important integral to the story but if we're, if we're going like off-handed like not part of the spider ham. Uh, it's like my hand is wet because I just watched it. No other reason. It's like fantastic, fantastic. Uh, great. Do casting, animals man. speak in this universe? Because I, I want to freak them out. <laughs> I just I the thing I love the most about this movie is the voice casting because oh, they did yeah. a superb job. Like just picking the right people to play these voices. Like I know Sam and I both kind of expressed concern about like Jake Johnson playing Spider Man, 
but I thought he did a really good job. I do too. Uh, I didn't know Chris Pine was original Spider-Man in Miles' universe, but he was great as Spider-Man. Like, I'm actually... I would love to have a movie with just Chris Pine. I, I don't want a I movie. Mean, I want a TV show. I just want Chris Pine. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> honestly, it's hard not to. He's a dreamy son of a bitch. Yeah. They actually made that Spider-Man kind of look like Chris Pine a little bit. Did you notice that? I, the yeah. blonde hair. I didn't even peg it as Chris Pine when I was watching it. But yeah. Now that you say it, yeah. Which is why it's hilarious that they're releasing that 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 <laughs> Christmas album uh, with like Chris Pine singing. And it's so, so popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> I so can't believe they showed the, the like, picture of the popsicle. And they left it up there like a long time. Yes. Like a really long time. And it was like a deformed ass version of that popsicle. <laughs> Oh uh, my god. It's so good. Uh what was your favorite moment of the movie? Um All right, so I would the Spider-Man that we know and love, Peter Benjamin Parker from Universe 616 or 616 uh is Jake Johnson's character. Um I love the moment at the end where you know, he's like trying to be the hero that we know and love. And Miles convinces him to let Miles be that on his earth. Yeah. You don't have to sacrifice yourself. You still have something to live for. And Pete just accepts it and goes, you know what? You're absolutely right. I got some stuff I got to get back to. And just let's go. Like that That moment to me is so poignant. It's like it's a passing of the torch. Um, I think that moment just really stuck stuck out for me. Also, the decision to focus on Miles is great. Miles is great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's so many good parts about this movie, but really I, are. I just say one of my favorites is probably when like Gwen reveals herself as Spider Gwen and yeah. like she goes and like saves their asses and like kicks Doc Ock's ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. That's something about that scene. Like I love Spider Gwen. She's great. Yeah. Um. So just like seeing her in full form for the first time, it was just amazing. <laughs> Um, I'm a big fan of the the mentor mentee relationship, uh, and I think the yeah, the, the completely good. like dysfunctional <laughs> relationship Miles and and Peter uh, from Six One Six had the entire movie was amazing. Um, it just uh, he just tries to blow him off the entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and even when they try to work together, like especially the one scene where they're in a doc ock's office and he's like all right you got the password and miles just did not have the password (laughs) and he's uh peter's trying to like almost flirt with like doc ock and like trying to tell miles the rest of the password he's like oh you don't look a day over 35 (laughs) uh yeah so it, it like just little things like that all throughout the movie it was great and just like the the harshness that had to come about between the relationship, like Peter recognizing, like you know, we could use you, Miles, right now in this moment, but you are not ready, you know. And those like tough moments that he has to to be real with them, um, and those fun moments where it's just like Miles is dragging Peter's unconscious <laughs> body through through the city attached to uh an L, like an L uh like a subway car that's just hitting car after car after car. Like, you know. 
drags his face like a long that's great yeah uh unsung hero of this movie to me was aunt may yeah oh my god yes like yeah just just fantastic like i love when miles goes back down into like the lair and like aunt may's like sitting there and she's like it's about time you showed up <laughs> she's so sassy i, I loved love it. her i loved it yeah uh, I, do, I do like that she was a complete part of everything that was happening and she wasn't the oblivious aunt yeah, or when they started having like that fight within her house, she's like, take it outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told you outside. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, um, I, I love that version of May. What did you guys think about Prowler? Uh, I thought that was good. I loved how tragic it was. Oh, yeah. Because he basically was shot by his own brother. Yeah. And like, like I don't think they explored how heavy that is. Like and I'm happy. I'm kind of happy they didn't because it would have kind of taken away from the movie a little bit. But like, like the guilt associated with that has got to be just absolutely wrecking. And like you get a little bit of that when um, his dad goes to Miles's apartment to try and tell him, oh my God. tell him what's going on, and he's just like, like you, like that's again another strength of the voice casting where you can just hear the raw emotion in his voice where he's like trying to tell him but doesn't want to tell him. Um, this movie was just like so much more emotionally charged than I expected it to be. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they said that they, um, I watched a ton of interviews over the past few days and they said that they were doing voice recordings for the past like three years. Woo. Damn. Like in and out of the studio every week for three years. That's wild. That like. You just got to get it perfect. The, the, the commitments of some of these actors like Chris Pine has done a lot of stuff. Jake Johnson like had a TV show. Like yep. that's that's a ton of commitment. Like you're just constantly after it. That's wild. Yeah, and they never got scripts either. No one ever had a script. Uh, they would show up the day of, and they'd be like, "All right, here's your lines," and that's it. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So overall, um, I mean, I think it's a pretty unanimous. Loved uh, it. Yeah, I I loved it. Loved it. Absolutely. From top Phenomenal. to bottom. Phenomenal movie. Uh, anything you guys would have wanted more from it? Um, I no, but they they set it up for a sequel and set it up well. That post credit scene with twenty ninety nine Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, Miguel. And and, and, uh, and going to Earth sixty seven. <laughs> you stop pointing me. You stop pointing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have minded a little bit more of Spider-Ham and Spider-Man Noir. Okay. Yes. Um, I feel like they were a little bit underutilized, um, but... If we're getting a Spider-Ham spinoff, I'm not worried. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. But I think that would be my only request for the movie, but... Gotcha. That's very strong. Very strong. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it for uh, Aquaman and Into the Spider-Verse. Um, if you guys have not seen these movies, I highly recommend checking them out for very different reasons. Aquaman is a, a very uh, refreshing side to the DC universe as we know it, DC Worlds. Um, wow. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, stupid name. <laughs> It's an extremely fun, fun movie to watch. And the it story... It doesn't take itself seriously. No. Which is the best part. Right. And which makes the story 
better in a way. Uh, and then Into the Spider-Verse, if you're looking for just a top top to bottom, great movie, uh, funny, emotional. Um, you know, if you don't like animated movies, that I, I can see that, but I, I, I'd say please give it a shot. It's gotta great. Get, gotta give it Which, a shot. I'm not huge on animated movies, but this was just great. Yep. It really, really was. Yeah, it is. And I guarantee you, it's unlike any animation style you've ever seen. And sometimes that can be a bad thing. But in this case, I assure you, I, I think we can all agree it's it's a really awesome thing to see. Honestly, if Sony built their spider universe all on anima- animation, I, I'd be all right with that. Sure. So, uh, Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, this year has been really tough. It's been... Um, uh, just a lot going on, uh, especially with keeping up with this with the site. You know, we want to get you guys uh, <laughs> all the news and and all of our thoughts on everything that's coming out. And it's been heavy this year. There's been a lot of shit that came out. So one thing that makes it a lot easier though is knowing that you guys are listening, and We'd love to hear more from you. Um, if you want us to talk about anything more, we'd love to hear that. Um, so thank you guys for listening. And I hope you continue to share our stuff and listen. Uh, so for me, uh, I want to say that 2018 has been crazy, uh, but 2019 is going to be even more so. We're gonna, I'm going to try and do my best to make sure that we're delivering far more content, better content, Deeper content, uh, wetter content, harder content, longer content. I, I think this is getting a little too sexual. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, How? Just, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, but we we are we we have a lot of stuff in the works. It like 2019. This time next year will be crazy. Uh, when we look back at it, uh, when we get together next, we will talk about Elseworlds, the uh, the DC. Uh, CW crossover and we'll do a year in review um, and it will be super fun and then the rest of the year just buckle in strap in Twisted Cape is going to blow your mind and I mean just along what you guys have been saying um, we're just going to keep chugging along with what we're doing but as always if you want something specific you got to let us know we don't know if you like what we're doing unless you give us feedback so we're really counting on you guys to be the voice for us let us know what you want let us know what you like let us know what you don't like and we will change up our act for that i mean we're here doing this for you guys so yep absolutely true yeah everybody thank you for listening until next week i'm sam i'm mike and i'm jesse everybody stay twisted happy new year